Hey everybody, it's Anna J. Wellner with The Bookish Nook, part of the Author Library Network in association with Creative Edge Publicity. And today I'm pleased to have with me Anne Scotland. Anne, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Anne Scotland. I'm an author, teacher, and emotional wellness specialist. And I'm just so excited to be here and meet you, Anna. Thank you so much for coming on today. Uh, I wanted to talk about your gorgeous book that you have out. It's a coffee table book, uh, Live for Joy, which is available now. And it is just gorgeous, full of motivational words to get you through the day. Yes. Awesome. I have a copy right here. I'll just share with your audience. Um, it is a really beautiful book. Um, it's like uh, 280 pages, I think. And um, just absolutely spectacular. I might be able to share some more of visuals with you. We'll see if we have time. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, what, what would be, do you have a favorite picture or a favorite piece of advice or motivation for someone, something that has resonated deeply with you that you felt you needed to include in the book itself? Sure. Um, let me see. I had marked a couple today and I will pick awesome. one of my favorites. Let's see. Um, oh, this is a good one. And so is this one. Okay, here's a really short one. Um, so, and I love this picture. It's, oh, you can't see it, sorry. It's a frog and it says, with a dragonfly perched on its head, like it can't eat it, right? And it says, without expectations, there is no disappointment. Very That's true. Sweet. Very true. Here's another one um, I'll just share quickly. And it shows, um, it's a beautiful sunset and a, a sailboat ride and experience. It says, why persist in chasing a sun that has set? For sooner or later, when you turn around, you will see a new dawn has already risen behind you. I love that. So, so that's the kind of principles that pretty much throughout the book. Very poignant and very true in real life. Uh, that's, uh, you know, don't go chasing after something that uh, is, is fleeting or, you know, and, and, and always look at, at things, you know, as, as a beginning and not an ending. Yes. Yes, so, this is very much the theme. I have a whole chapter called Learn to Love the Endings. It's literally the 12th of the 12 themed chapters um, to kind of meet you where you are in any given day. Um, but it's literally one of my favorites. And it's so funny because it kind of just came about of its own. I was like, I have, I just have written a lot of stuff about endings and it's beautiful. And this one, I love the picture as much as I do the quote. Um, it says, gratitude and joy are ageless even as time goes by gratitude oh. and joy are ageless even as time goes by so it's one of my favorites so so very true again guys this is the i i want to get this book um just to <laughs> for for daily affirmations and and daily gratitudes and things like that i think that's really important to keep things in perspective that that, you know, um, life isn't always exactly as you expect it to be, but there are always, uh, there's always a, you know, a, a silver lining. And that's kind of what I think you're going for here uh, in, in the book. Yeah, it's really, um, you know, I wanted to write a personal empowerment book 
that was poignant, but I really wanted to create an experience. That's the best answer. I really wanted to create an experience. So not only in, you know, words that were poignant, but something that was visually thought provoking and inspiring. So it's like a whole experience. You sit down, you know, whether you keep this at your bedside or a coffee table or your desk at your office, um, you can read it cover to cover, or you can just pick it up when you need a moment of inspiration, motivation. And it's really, in a nutshell, it's about so many times we feel like we've lost our joy or it's like trickled out. And these last couple of years have been brutal, right? Yeah. And so, so it's for, a lot of <laughs> yes, for so many. So how do you get that back? And it's really right. about getting your joy back is really about living a present. I take the news out of present for that sentence, <laughs> a present and authentic life. It's about being the best, best version of yourself. It's about learning to be the kind of person you're proud of. And that's what this book is. It's to make you think, it's to help you operate from an authentic space and really create a mindset that's going to bring you a lot of joy. And that mindfulness and intrinsic, you know, self-love, I think really comes through in, in the book and in the, the carefully selected photographs that, that you have there that really do go with you know, the, the quotes, I mean, this, this book was very carefully put together to, to seamlessly integrate with the quotes. It, it shows as it's, it's Thank gorgeous. You. No, I mean, literally months and months, just pairing images because I want the image to speak as much as the words that I wrote. So, um, so I'm a very visual person. So I, that double imp, but I'm also very cerebral. So to put those two things together and it's an impact. And even for someone who's more one or the other, at least they still get the impact. So you have kind of the benefit of both worlds. Yes, absolutely. And as I said, the, the, the photographs are absolutely gorgeous chosen with such care because they are so beautiful guys. You have to check out this book. And oh, I will and have the art. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, no. You're 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 fine. Um and and I will have uh Anne's links in the description below so that you can go check this book out. Um but I'm sorry, you said uh, artwork as well. Yes, yeah, so there's artwork as well. Um and uh, I was just just so that people know, so it's not just photographs, but there's also artwork. Um I've got a whole series by um a painter who just does um elephants. And which is super cute elephants, um, like thoughtful elephants. Oh, this is a really dark one. You can't see it very well, but it says, um, if your horizon feels heavy and gray, start helping your fellow travelers and watch the rays of sun start breaking through. And it's an elephant sitting on a, on a, like a lifeboat with an umbrella Hi. over his yellow Labrador or golden retriever dog. And so there's little bits of comedy too. And there's some unique modern art. And so it is like, very much visual and nature photography, but also worked with a lot of um, original art to kind of create those nuances that sometimes nature just doesn't present on a plate, right? Right. Yeah. You, I, I don't, I think you would have a bit of a difficult time finding <laughs> a, a, an actual photograph of that. Um, but, but, it, but it does fit so well with the quote. That's, that's, that's great. I, I, do, I do love how the quotes are so, so very nicely paired with, with, with the photograph. So that shows a lot of thought that went into the book. So, uh, but you also, you also host workshops for corporations and what is the message that you try to get across to employees in big companies? Yeah, it's really about wellness. Again, um, emotional wellness, 
being my area of specialty, uh, you know, I think a lot of companies have made physical wellness a big priority. Um, they've brought a lot of that into the workplace, then right. inc increased more flexibility around benefits. Um, but I think that we're just now starting to see a trend where they're realizing, and I think that the last two years has really highlighted that, yes. the very critical need for emotional wellness. So right. a healthy employee is a good employee. And um, so it's win-win for them. So how do you increase emotional wellness in your employees? And one of the um, areas that I do training in specifically is optimal work-life integration. So I always say we used to have like work-life balance because work right. was over here in the office and home was home and now you're not anymore. It's all messed up. It's all mashed together. I know. Um, we've seen so many stories. <laughs> You used to be able to, you know, come home and take off that, that, that work jacket. And now, you know, you're not, or that work hat. And now you're not able to, uh, because a lot of companies have transitioned to partial in office and remote, or mm -hmm. some companies have really uh, come to embrace how yeah. well company uh, employees will work remotely, and that can reduce overhead and uh, uh, supply costs in house. So Absolutely. we're seeing that that kind of shift that was forced, but now is kind of being kept. But it's difficult to separate whenever you work from home, your workspace and your home space, because it seems like work never ends. You never get to leave. No, no. In fact, um, I just did a podcast, um, the last of uh, my last five podcasts on my podcast, which is um, Scotland Talks, has all been about specifically work-life integration and, you know, the, cr the crazy chaos that can happen at home or in the office. Um, and how do you bring all that together? Some people are commuting just some days. And a lot of that, again, comes back to the emotional wellness. If you don't take care of yourself first, and we've heard this you know, people tell moms this forever, but I'm like, hey, I'm not a mom, but moms is a profession too. So take some clues, corporate world, because if your people are not taking good care of themselves emotionally, right. they're just going to have nothing left to really give the company. So I talk a lot about personal habits. I introduce, um, I come still from this base about joy, since my entire brand is really based around joy. And so that's kind of a unique and innovative approach to bringing this uh, into the corporate, corporate space. Um, and then we talk a lot of, I use a lot of original techniques, a lot of, um, you know, motivational material, and just help people customize something so that when they go away, they don't need me anymore. They're actually have the tools they need to take care of themselves, to improve their wellness. If they're happy with their fit at home, if they're happy with their, their hobbies and their recreation life, they're going to be really happy for the most part in their job. Even if you don't love your job, why would you want to be more miserable than you need to be? Let's bring our best foot forward and just find what's really going to bring you alive and get you back into your best self because people are drooping right now. That's what I say. They're drooping. <laughs> yeah. So you, so you really give them tools to put into their toolbox for when they need them. They're there and they can just pull them out when. Absolutely. Uh, and it's not, um, I kind of joke, but I'm like, this isn't sort of your traditional self-help talk. In fact, a lot of times I am exactly, I'll do a 180 around that, which is, 
you know, you might have read 12 bestsellers on time management and know that information very well, but you're still struggling with time management. So I bring right. a lighthearted way to that conversation and bring some kind of get back down to the ground level, to innovation, to what really works for you personally and build that out instead of trying to force some cookie cutter over you that doesn't fit you. <laughs> and and I really love, I really love that mindset because the fact of the matter is that we all have our own individualized strengths and weaknesses that as employees, as human beings, as moms, as, you know, whatever title that you take on at the time, we're all individual in what our strengths and our weaknesses is, are um, and how we excel and utilize those. And so I think an individualized approach is, as you said, it's something that's, that's unique. It's not a cookie cutter kind of across the board at one size fits all. And I think that's a great way to really uh, make it stick with people. For sure. For sure. And it feels so good to them because they're so kind of especially in sort of the traditional corporate mindset, you know, everyone's kind of bored. Nobody wants to go to trainings, all this stuff. I'm like, okay, I don't know how to do bored. Like, I don't know how to live bored. <laughs> so I bring, there's energy in the room. It's surprising how quickly people will open up. People have a really good time. Um, you know, it's that kind of training where you're like, gosh, that was totally worth it. As opposed to, oh my God, I have to go to hour number two. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. No, ha having come from the corporate world myself and big oil and gas, um, I've, I've, yeah. I, I completely understand where you're getting <laughs> at with this. Um, and, and I also understand the need for it. And so I'm, I'm so, that's one of the things that I wanted to talk about because, um, because that's something that I don't see a lot of companies utilizing is, is a program like that. And I think more should. So, uh, yeah. big companies out there, guys, um, if, if you're watching, definitely, you know, you want your people to have some fun, good deal. let's do this. They'll yeah. be better employees. <laughs> good deal. So how, you know, Anna is also an, Anna is also an actress. And, um, uh, I said my name, um, <laughs> Anna okay. is also I an was actress. actually so born similar. Anna. I was actually born Anna. Really? So you're not wrong. I okay. <laughs> so, I understand. Yes, all right. Uh, but yes, uh, Anne is also an actress uh, and having, having appeared in many different roles, I mean, what, what's that like? I, I just, I, this is for I'm curiosity. I mean, yeah. is it as glamorous as everyone thinks it is? Is it, you know, uh, that just kind of, uh, all experience <laughs> or is it a lot more difficult? Because I think people have that misinterpretation about authors as well, you know, um, <laughs> That, that, that it's just so easy to write this book and then all of a sudden, you know, it's, you know, they're famous. And that's not necessarily the case. It, there's a lot of mind-numbing work that goes into that. And I'm sure there are similarities in, it's not just fun. It's not just standing in front of the camera and getting to, you know, act and have that be your dream. There's a lot of work behind the scenes that goes into it. And it's not always fun, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> no. So most people go, authors included, um, actors, you know, most of us go into that because we want to do the piece we love the most, which is writing, or in my case, both writing and acting. And, um, you know, actually for an actress going into character, um, I love roles that can 
challenge people's mindsets, maybe not surprisingly with what I write as well, um, or, or roles that are very much like opening people's minds up, humanitarian, um, teaching people what it's like to relate to their fellow human beings. Those are my favorite kind of roles. But, you know, acting, especially in California, and I'm sure in other parts of the world too, is it's like 1% acting and 99% business. And so, <laughs> and I think there it's very similar for authors, especially once you've got the book <laughs> written, then it all just, then it begins, right? Exactly. <laughs> great. But yeah, so it's a very, very tough and competitive industry. It's the most overstocked industry in the world, the industry of acting. You know, there's, I don't actually know the perfect number, but I will say this. I've talked to casting directors who caught cast, you know, say they're going to cast a small role for a TV show. Someone says, do you want a latte or a cappuccino? And they need someone to be that, <laughs> that barista. Right. And they'll get up to 3,500 submissions Whoa. for that one role, that one line. And these aren't just any actors. These are actors with Los Angeles agents. These are actors that are members of SAVIC AFTRA. So it just gives you sort of this mind-blowing concept of what you can be up against. Um, I found yeah. the most rewarding work to be, I mean, I love working in indie feature films. I just had, um, I was just featured in one that came out on Amazon Prime this summer, which is called Clairvoyant, and it's spelled like a girl's, the girl's name, the woman's name, Claire, C-L-A-I-R-E, Clairvoyant. Uh, it's a mockumentary, so kind of comedy and drama and documentary. Gotcha. Um, so, but I love working with those kind of people because they're, you kind of get back to, you kind of skip the big business a little bit and go to people who really want to just create something with intentional meaning. And it's not just about making money. You know, they need to make money like authors do. But right. so I love doing that. I love working on those projects. And when I get to do national stuff, it's just a treat for me. But I, you know, I stopped obsessing about that years ago because you could just obsess yourself to death. <laughs> No, I completely understand the same for, for, for authors in the writing community, you know, um, put, putting the book down on paper is the, the, I mean, you know, comparatively easy part. Mm -hmm. And then comes, you know, the hours and weeks of editing, and then you move on to marketing and then you move on to appearances and then you move on to, and it's, 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 it, and then the business side of it really does take over in, in a similar fashion. So. Absolutely. No, it's so, so true. Um, so the very creative part is always super rewarding. Right. Um, and also, <laughs> though, I think as authors and any creatives, um, learning to embrace the business is um, yeah. is a really healthy stepping stone yep. instead of resisting yep. it. Yeah. Uh, actually, how I got into training years ago was training <laughs> creatives in the business side. Um and training and coaching creatives to, you know, be basically your own employee, to um, have a business yes. plan, to yep. actually track your finances, because most creatives don't want to know what they've actually spent because no. they would freak out. <laughs> I know. But, you know, planning life from a practical view, you can be a creative, but let's just embrace this business side, get the tools you need, and then move forward in a secure way. Like, um, you know, like a beginning writer or a beginning actress, I would always tell them, listen, Let's get you set up with your remote day job so that you can support <laughs> your art because right. you being a starving artist is the worst experience in the world. I mean, in Los Angeles, I literally meet oh, students who are living in their cars and I kid you not, 
So it's it's mind blowing. So let's take care of yourself again, emotional, physical, mental well being. Let's make sure you got income. And then let's go for the dream until the dream is out paying the other job and then like drop the day job, you know, but let's go about it and be smart. Because um, wishful thinking, sadly, is not always this, this, the, the magic wand. <laughs> I, th I think I think that you said that wonderfully. It it is something that once you accept, you know, acceptance of the way that the industry works and not fighting against it, and understanding that you have to kind of play by rules, <laughs> and then um, learn how to play within those rules. Uh, that that greatly helps. But to kind of, I guess, give up some of control. Mm -hmm. which is yeah. so difficult for a lot of people to do, especially creatives, because that is what we're in the business of is creating things and controlling <laughs> yes. characters and, <laughs> you know, everything as much as we can. So, uh, so, so that's a great point. I mean, I'm a Capricorn. I get the control thing. Virgo. <laughs> okay. We are. Yep. We're like, okay. Yeah. We know this drill. This is, yep. if you can do this and be us, then you can do this because Exactly. There, there you go. No, we're harder critics, probably. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. I. I am absolutely my. As anyone who knows me will 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 tell you, I am without a doubt my harshest critic, <laughs> and I'm also the one who drives myself the hardest. So. Yeah. Totally. Right. Yeah. No, I relate to that. That's for sure. Learning yeah. when to put personal boundaries up um, are is something that 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 I still struggle with, but I'm um, I'm getting better at now. Yeah. Some people, some people may disagree practice. with me, but um, but I I think that I'm getting better. Yeah. Well, I'm sure <laughs> you are because we all learn from like the stuff that isn't working. Right. And we're like, okay, okay this is not working. Right. I'm not well. I'm not happy. Yeah. I am working 20 hours a day, but you know, right. is that really worth it? You know, you have a child, you have, you know, you want to have family quality time. Right. Um, so it's really hard for those of us who might be a little hardwired or closer to the workaholic level um, to like relax and make that <laughs> downtime possible. So right. half the time I'm literally listening to my own advice, like, okay, time to turn the phone off. It's 10 PM. I should have yeah. done this two hours ago, but at least it's not 12. <laughs> Right, right, right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show today and for sharing all of this wisdom. Guys, go check out uh, all of Anne's information in the description below. Check out this amazing book because it's just, it's not only aesthetically uh, inspiring, but it's also, uh, yes, it's also, um, it's also inspiring in its words and its quotes. So definitely check that out. A must have for your coffee table or side table. Um, so Anna, think, er, and thank you again <laughs> for, for joining me today and uh, have a wonderful, blessed rest of your day. Everybody else, uh -oh. uh, if you haven't already, please do subscribe to the channel, hit the like button and uh, stay safe, stay healthy. And we will see you again soon. Thank you, Anna. You're the best. Have a great Thank one. Thank you. All right. You too. Bye.